Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Best of both worlds. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer. And Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Hey, Trey Biddy. Hey, guys. Isn't it nice to talk about an Arkansas basketball game after a victory as compared to trying to figure out what happened? Well, sometimes we know what happened in a loss, but uh, yeah. isn't it nice to talk about a W rather than an L? Uh, it sure is. I mean, Randy, last night, you know, we're a little shorthanded. We're going through transition, and, you know, they won, and I just went <laughs> – I wanted to write about it, you know. So I, I was—I think the last number I saw was two, two fifty-one a.m. before my head hit the pillow. But I wrote five articles on the basketball game just because it was, and I even did a walk and talk today and talk a little basketball, mm. um, just because, um, you know, it's just it's just it's it's been a little rare, I guess. This is the first road win that they've had, and I know it's Missouri, and Missouri's winless in the SEC, but it's better than losing, and. Maybe this is something they can build on. I don't think like they've just gone out and find found answers. I don't know that you know playing Blocker and Minifield on the court at the same time is going to work with teams with a bigger off guard. But against Missouri, it worked because their their guards are smaller, and uh, it, it's something that they can build on. And it's great to see you know Makai Mitchell and shout out to Mikael Mitchell. It's his birthday also yesterday. Who's at Little Rock now? Uh, it was great to see him. Really, I mean, play the best game of his career. You know, he tied his career high from a couple years ago at Rhode Island, and uh, you know that was the the best combo he's had for points and rebounds and back to back double doubles. So it's good to see him stepping up. And Jalen Graham, you know, Jalen played really well. Thirteen points, fouled out with five minutes left. He had like four assists and three blocks and some steals, three steals or something like that. Uh, so. Good to see uh, a win, obviously, and uh, you know it felt like it was just going to be a complete blowout, and you know they Missouri made it a little bit closer there at the end. But um, I, mean, I don't think you look at this game and say, okay, all, the problems are solved; they're about to turn the corner and get back to being a tournament team. But it's good to see them still fighting, especially in kind of the wake of all the rumors and everything that have kind of gone around lately. That some of them are quite ridiculous, but it's uh, it was good to see them. You know, go out there and take it to the road and have some fighting. And, and, and Musselman's right too, coming out of the Kentucky game, where there's so much energy and you put so much into that game and emotion, to be able to go on the road right after that and put up 91 points on anybody is encouraging. But still, plenty of work to be done. We'll we'll get a lot more answers when they place uh, when they face LSU on Saturday in Baton Rouge. Well, Trey, I guess the disappointment of the day is to say that yeah. that win didn't get Arkansas in the NCAA tournament. Huh? <coughs> Gosh, what a <laughs> crushing thing for you to say. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's no, not it's gonna, okay. That's gonna it's do okay. It. No, you're, you're <laughs> for once, I think good. Rick is being cynical. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. 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 I hope they can beat LSU, and then they got Georgia. So these are winnable games. They've still got a lot of tough games, though. They've still got they Tennessee, sure another Kentucky game on the road, Alabama. So, it, But it was nice to win. Eleven games left. Musselman's never lost more than 20, or never won fewer than 20, I should say, in a season. So 11 games left to win nine more. 
That's going to be tough to do. But it's well, going to be tough. Is yeah. it eleven? Yeah, eleven because they get uh, one guaranteed in the SEC tournament. Yeah, that's right. So, gee, they don't have to win ten of those eleven to get to try. Okay, wiggle room, a little wiggle yeah. room there. That's right. Good luck. <laughs> hey, but if they win it at the tournament, they get another ch- every day they win, they get another chance. So that helps too. Right. Absolutely. I mean, they're. <laughs> they're probably going to get some chance. They're probably going to be in the first round, so not definitely not getting a double buy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll have some opportunities. Hopefully, uh, Gridiron Mike brings us down to earth. Uh, this from our Gangster Museum of America live feed feedback. Gridiron says, "You guys act like we beat the Celtics. No, has it gone unnoticed that Mizzou had a worse record than the Hogs?" Hard as that is to believe. I don't know. Did he? Get that. Was it, were you guys talking like that before I came on? No, 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 no. no I, I was no. trying to make pretty clear that if Missouri <laughs> hasn't won in the SEC yet, and that doesn't mean everything's fixed. But no, no. Uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes fans accuse the media of overhyping, but the, you know they also kind of misread some things, which I think is probably what just happened there. You hear what you want to hear sometimes. No, not everything's fixed. Uh, by the way. Jordan Walsh, good to see him doing some good things for the Celtics. Well, I tell you, one thing they did flash up last night, if you're watching the telecast, that shows you the difference between Arkansas's team. There's four guys in the NBA. Three of them were first-round picks, but uh, Council's in there, too, and they're all doing fairly well for their teams. That's a lot for anybody to lose, isn't it? It's a lot to lose, but you, as we know, in this day and age, it's not like you just lo- like you can go out and build a team pretty quick with a portal. And uh, but yes, that's that is a lot to lose. At the same time, those guys all just got there last year too. Uh, yeah. So there, I don't think there's any mistake. They made some mistakes in the in the portal, yes. and they've struggled to find some answers. Now, Mus has really challenged them in a lot of areas. I thought it was great what he said. If somebody goes out there and they're just kind of carelessly shooting three-pointers, they're probably getting yanked because yeah, of his in-the-paint mandate that he put forth. And, you know, they were very opportunistic with their three-point attempts. They shot six, I think, and they made four of them. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they were they were very opportunistic, only took really good shots. And they battled down low, which is exactly what they wanted. They also won the rebounding department on the other end. So in the painted area, they... They did exactly what he asked them to do. And I thought it was interesting. After the Kentucky game, he said Keon Minifield didn't play due to a coach's decision. And at the same time was saying, we got to get something figured out at point guard, which I thought was very interesting and probably sending a message to, to certain guys. And then, you know, L. Ellis played 32 minutes against Kentucky. He didn't see the court. And a lot of that is because he had five turnovers, only one assist against Kentucky, and had two pretty critical turnovers uh, there late in the game. Also, that uh, you know, one of them just kind of made it feel insurmountable. One of them was a bad pass, and it led to uh, a, a layup, or I can't remember a layup or a dunk on the other end, but Reed Shepard uh, stole it. But I mean, that six-point lead with like 240 left, it almost felt insurmountable in that moment. Uh, so. You know, L. Ellis did not play at all, and Minifield. It's good to see him getting some things going and Blocker, seeing those guys on the court at the same time. But again, I don't know that that is the starting five for LSU because they are going to have bigger guards than than what Missouri had. All right, Dre. This I'm going to change to football. Well, no, let me do this first with Savage. He's been holding for a minute. Savage, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah. Yes, sir. Guys, are doing all right? Doing great. How about you? I'll do good. That's right. Uh, last time I checked, there's always a path to the NCAA tournament, right? Oh yeah, you can win the yes, t- SEC tournament, sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it's got to start somewhere. I, looking at our remaining schedule, we got LSU twice, Missouri again. There's a lot of teams at this bottom that we play again that we could get this roster right. And I'm glad he's not playing some of these kids. I think right now, I think we're a better team without Brazil playing. He's a three-point shooter. He doesn't play with his back to the basket. So I think it's good these other people are getting these minutes. Is it a mm-hmm. blessing in disguise? I hope so. I'm not saying that Brazil should not be worked back in, but I think he needs to know his role to where the NBA hype of him being a first-round draft pick has either got to his head or his knees got to his head, and he's somewhere in the middle 
and he's not a good player right now. We need him to be a decent player. Not a great player, just a decent player with his ability. The point guard situation, I think it's going to work itself out. I think Blocker, Blocker, he's just pure energy. you got to keep him on the court. He shows what he can do, you know. And then as far as the uh, football, i got a question for you, Trey. The Tennessee's getting investigated, mm-hmm. and I don't know all the details behind that, but shouldn't every team in this NIL era have something <laughs> wrong with their program? Exactly. I mean, so I, I went and spoke to a group of students today at the University of Arkansas sports journalism class, and we ended up talking about NIL stuff for probably 20 minutes of the hour-and-a-half class. And I appreciate it, guys. I'm going to get off here. And I was just kind of making that same point, uh, or maybe a student made it first. I can't remember, but you know, yeah, everybody, <laughs> the all these players. I don't want to go off, and I've done so many NIL t- tangents, and you know, I think the players should be paid in some capacity. Somebody else has to figure that out aside from me. But uh, the the NIL, the way things are done, it just it doesn't make any sense, and they're recruiting players. They're paying. They're paying players to go to schools and calling it NIL. The whole thing is orchestrated through a loophole. That's that's all it is. The whole thing is a loophole. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I don't understand. Everybody is literally and almost openly talking about NIL to recruit players. Everybody. Mm-hmm. So is everybody going under sanctions? Hmm. It's a great question. That's both Everybody, recruits. Everybody's getting penalized. That is <laughs> both whole, recruits and transfers. And that's why yes. Tennessee is fighting us so hard is because they're saying we're, we're not doing – there are no rules. And now you're telling there us we're breaking rules. the rules. No. Yeah, right. And they're right. And the and if they sue the NCAA, and I think the NCAA may be suing them, the NCAA always loses in court. Always. Yeah. They never win a case. And so right. basically – the NCAA is going to dissolve eventually. That's just what's going to oh, happen. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. just like, this is maybe the the next step in that. And uh, it's just, if I'm Tennessee and they're like, well, you get a bowl ban or you get a, you can't play on television or or some, you know, some ridiculous thing like that. I believe that would happen to Auburn back in the 90s. Uh, well, uh, I would just be like, well, we're going to anyway. We're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Stop it's not going to stop no matter what the uh, is resolved. Do you just go back to this business as usual, which is yeah. the way it was well, before the NIL business? Hey, you, you're getting a death penalty. you, you got to dissolve your football program. Well, we're not going to do it. No. Make well, a stop. Make a stop playing football. You, you think about it, the, what's at risk <clears throat> is the number two thing for all of college athletics, and that's the NCAA basketball tournament. For the NCAA, it's the number one thing because it, it's their major revenue. But And number two right now because the college football playoff is obviously driving everything. It's driving mm-hmm. everything in college athletics. So if these schools eventually drop the NCAA, and now you're dealing with only those who are the football powers then the basketball tournament suddenly becomes, if you want a 64-team tournament, it's everybody that's in because all those other teams go away. And that, that's, a, that's a possibility. The, the NCAA is just a, all they do is organize tournaments. Yeah. And try that's to penalize right. people. Yeah. And lose in court. Yeah, and try to penalize <laughs> people. Court. Yeah, right. and then lose yeah. in court. All right, right, Trey, we're going to switch gears to the uh, uh, football gridiron for a moment. Arkansas released from the National Letter of Intent, Ashton Bethel Roman, mm-hmm. the highly regarded wide receiver. Uh, it looked like Arkansas won that battle, but now he's back on the open um, open market, so to speak. Yeah, um, exactly what it is. It's I guess market. now at this point, I guess Arkansas can basically move on because if he if he asked for a release, which he he was granted the release, yeah, that means he's gone. Does that mean yeah. Missouri A and M is that the next destination for? Those were two teams that made a, a big push for him late. Yeah, if you guys remember, you know he was the guy that we were waiting on on National Signing Day mm-hmm. all the way to the end, and Pittman got the thumbs up. Remember, Pittman yeah. got yeah. The thumbs oh yeah, up yeah. during the press yeah. conference, right. yeah. 
Exactly. And um, then was you know then was able to to comment on him, but he was super late signing. I don't know if that had anything to do with second thoughts, but guys, as we know, you know, he was recruited by Kenny Guyton, who is no longer at Arkansas, and yeah. you know I think that also plays a role in. Uh, this decision for him. So, you know, when you're position coach, I, I don't understand why not you just you don't just like wait till the late period if you have concerns over that. But uh, maybe you just want to sign. I don't know. But uh, but he was, you know, he obviously was recruited by Kenny Guyton. And but Kenny nonetheless, don't you think? You know, hey, if the head coach leaves, that's one thing. If an assistant coach leaves, assistant coaches leave a lot more often than the head coach does. Are we yeah. going to start oh, yeah. getting into that? In that now letters yeah. aren't going to be binding if an assistant coach leaves? No, yeah. Arkansas I mean, could have held him to it, but didn't. Right. you got to commit to a school. They used to say commit to a school, you know, not commit to the coaches. Yeah. Um, find a place you want to live. But really, I mean, like, you know, commit to a school where the money's right. Yeah, so did Kenny Guyton take the, take the money <laughs> for wide receivers with him? Well, I don't think yeah. so. I don't think I so. Probably not. No, he didn't. But he that, didn't get to take that we're going to assume we're going to assume he's a player that's not on campus. Is that right? Right. He was one of the four that so uh, it didn't enroll. There oh. wasn't enrolling early. Okay. Yes. Very good. I get this question really. I guess. By the way, that puts Arkansas's recruiting class at fifteenth in the SEC, ahead of Vanderbilt. Mm. Uh, Trey, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Says Ray, why did we let Ashton Bethel Robin out of his NIL or NLI, uh, especially if he's going to A and M or Missouri? Well, I mean, in this day and age, is it really is it really even binding? <laughs> well, the only thing is, if if it, it he would only get one transfer. Now he can Not go anymore. to wherever school he wants to, and he can transfer he can again. Transfer oh, he can to. transfer it again. Even oh, well, that's true. That's yeah, true. you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. They change the, well, that's in the courts, but the courts will win. I mean, yeah. every time transfer is going to win that one. Yeah. Yep. Everybody love college football these days? No. No. You don't like complete lawlessness? No. No rules. Nothing's binding. Nothing means anything. No. Everything's kept super secret. Nobody knows who's getting what. I mean, or you don't you don't even know if your coach stinks. And yeah. on top of it, it's it's up to you. The University of Arkansas made $167 million yeah. in 2022-2023. Yeah. Yeah. I read your story but, on that. Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's up to uh, but they spent 166 million. Yeah, they did. They did. Wow. Yeah, they 800 thousand in the black. Coach so uh, will be turning over in his grave to see that kind of money, co- you know, coming in and out. But it's up to in. it's up to the fans. Yeah. To uh, pay these players. That's right. That's exactly. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Good point. Great point. Mm. Yeah. Let's talk with uh, Trent. Trent, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, well, that bit of news stinks to the top of the poop pile. <laughs> That's a good way to state that. Anyway, uh, you know, you just thought when Tennessee had walked the plank and that was going to be the end of that, now they're hoisting the Jolly Roger yeah, and they're right. up to skullduggery again. You're a funny man. <laughs> this guy's got, uh, yeah. They're only playing the game the way the game's played. Yeah, but what the, the thing is, I hate Tennessee so much, it gives me energy. So <laughs> I'm really enjoying all these podcasts out of Tennessee. These people are losing their minds. Mm-hmm. Are they? I don't blame them. I'm gonna go ahead and let you go. You talk okay. about it. Uh, okay, Jolly Roger. Thank you, Trent. I think we need to have a whole segment with him. He's pretty. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty. Funny. What was the first part? Something to the top of the stink pile. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I heard was the punchline there. Something, something's at the top of the poop pile. That's what he said. Yeah, that's pretty close to what he said. Yeah. Um, I love this one here. Uh, it's uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from the 870. It's all Trey's fault. 
He's been oh, really? saying we had too many wide receivers. Hey, yeah, that's right. Got the wide receivers numbers down. They had twelve. They needed ten. That's a good point. So get rid of one of management. the best ones, right? Get rid of one of the best ones. We think he would have been. We don't know. Okay, who's next, Trey? Who's next? You want to get rid of one more, right? Yeah, you got one more. Well, Trey, it's up to you to replace him with an offensive line yeah, <laughs> or a defensive yeah. lineman. It's, it's up to you now. Oh, Trey. <laughs> Need both Ooh, of those. Okay. Goodness. Uh, this, uh, let's see. It's uh, from the uh, Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from the 501. I think Roger. I'll never pay my money just so we can pay players to come to Arkansas. Ridiculous. Well, they won't be coming then, Raj. It's not our job. We buy tickets and merchandise. That ain't enough anymore, Raj. Yeah. I, I'm I kinda you know, I can see where a lot of people I understand that. his point, but that's not yeah. gonna correct the problem or right. issue. No. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Trey, you'll be, and Rick, you'll be happy to know Mary Ann's weighed in. The Gangster oh, Museum of America Great. Life and Feedback. Mary Ann says, I'm sick of hearing Trey and Rick cry about the NCAA. We're Go do something them. else, you grumps. Now we're you're a grump. about them. They're going to disappear. We're just telling you the truth. Yeah. They, they lose every case. Mary Ann, you, do you work for the NCAA? So what happens? Good luck. What happens, you know, the, the, pre, the new president was pushing for that uh what do you call it uh, basically what, basically do whatever you want the to optional want to, and the, the optional conference gets together but yeah. i don't think he was talking about basketball he was really no, only no, talking no. about football, football. Yes. yeah but with all these issues now involving basketball it's just the same in basketball as it is in football he, but, but he's desperately trying to save the yeah right that pays his salary that's my point you know he can't have it both ways. No. Because the two the two money sports are going to run, if that's the case. Correct. All right, Trey. We'll talk with you tomorrow. Trey Beatty of hogsports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk, courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. When you're in the market for a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram, we hope you give us a chance to earn your business. Here's some things to consider. Fletcher Dodge has been family-owned dealer here in Sherwood for over 25 years. We know how to take care of our customers to keep them coming back. Every Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer pays the same price for their vehicles. It's the dealer that makes the difference. We'll give you the best deal up front. No haggling, no arguing. We make it easy to buy a new vehicle. And we'll pay you more for your trade-in. Compare our deal to anybody's and you'll buy from us. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. At Frank Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. We want to be your dealer for life. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and we'll make you a deal. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. It's Howie from Robert Irwin Jewelers. Still make it difficult this year. Get to Robert Irwin Jewelers and buy her diamonds. Spend $99 or more and get a dozen free roses and a box of chocolates. Bigger, brighter diamonds, refinancing, Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at RIJewelers.com while supplies last. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Janet here. She's been playing badminton for over 45 years. With a flick of her racket, she can place the shuttlecock so it rewinds her grandfather clock. Does her taxes. Even flambés a dessert. Delectable cherries jubilee, Janet. We're a lot like Janet playing badminton. Except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. 1037 The Buzz is home for Razorback basketball. Be sure to stick around after the game for the Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC postgame show with Wes Moore and Josh Neighbors, live from Walk-Ons in Little Rock, presented in part by Ortho, Arkansas, and First Security Bank. 
Now's your chance to be a part of the team. Join the Razorback Foundation for as little as $50 to be first in line for tickets, seating, parking, and exclusive events with coaches and players. Plus, members get 20% off at Slim Chickens in Northwest Arkansas. Your membership provides 465 Razorback student-athletes with the resources they need to succeed in the classroom and in competition. Join by calling 479-443-9000 or visit RazorbackFoundation.com. As a Razorback Foundation member, you will experience a lifetime full of Razorback memories. Go Hogs! 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. You don't want to miss the Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC postgame with Wes Moore and Josh Neighbors, live from Walk-On Sports Bistro on Chennault and Little Rock. Following each game, Wes and Josh break down the game, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC postgame show with Wes and Josh is brought to you in part by Ortho Arkansas and First Security Bank. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. So often when you're talking about a particular product or service and then you find out that a certain party has utilized that service and then they brag about it to you, you just kind of, you know, your mouth just kind of drops and you're like, you got to be kidding. Well, I had one of those, you got to be kidding moments. And that is the farmer. Farmer James. I've been talking about the dinner for two uh, for the longest at the Riverfront Steakhouse. What a great deal that it was. Superior, superior opportunity to save money and get a fantastic meal in the process. And Farmer uh, Farmer James took his wife to the Riverfront Steakhouse. And oh my goodness, you thought he'd hit the lottery. And he probably didn't tell his wife how much he had to spend. How little he had to spend for that dinner for two for 60 bucks. Because he probably acted like a big roller instead of <clears throat> as frugal as he is. But this is one of the best deals Period. And this is the dinner for two for 60 bucks because first it included, I cannot believe that they probably allowed Farmer James to go through the uh, the riverfront salad bar. He probably said, I need to go for my wife and myself. So he, 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 he went multiple times. But you get the riverfront salad bar for two. And then you get the entree, the 10-ounce filet, plus four of the famous... Frank Fletcher fried shrimp. Think wrist to fingertips. And then they get to pick two side items, whether it be the hibachi fried rice with chicken, which is outstanding, the baked potato, the onion rings, the mashed potatoes, the spinach supreme french fries, zucchini, wild mushrooms. All of that for just 60 bucks. All of that for just 60 bucks. Tonight, tomorrow night, and then Saturday night. That's when you'll find the Riverfront Steakhouse open. Call for Shapur, 3719000. Make your reservation. Take advantage of Farmer James thinks it's a huge deal. It must be a colossal deal. Riverfront Steakhouse, Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. And the other person who takes advantage of the dinner for two for 60 bucks at the Wyndham Hotel when he wants to impress a client, close the deal, none other than Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Go take uh, take those guys there and, uh, and let, them, let them see what happens and close the deal. I love it. Do you actually have to because most times or not you may be dealing with a, a guy that really has a 
a big appetite. Do you have to get two dinner for twos so that you have enough food to go around? I do, yep. Two dinner for twos. Uh, one for him and then one for me and another guest. That's exactly right. <laughs> Good grief. Yeah, that's usually the way that it works. Um, does... Are you, are you, Before we start, Randy, I need to ask Rick, is he going to get off the show early so he can go watch the Pro Bowl uh, skills challenge uh, this evening? I think it starts at 6. You know, I know he's he's been tuning up, uh, ready to watch the, the skills challenge. Well, when's the dodgeball? Actually, actually, I have to tell you, Chris, we're cleaning our shower curtains tonight, <laughs> so probably that's going to take precedent. <laughs> uh, understood. Uh, gets in the way. I knew you were pumped about it, but, but shower curtains are important. I got you. <laughs> Oh, that deserves a major I don't buzzer. Even know what the, I don't even know what they're doing at the Pro Bowl, but whatever it is, I'm not going to watch it. Flag football? <laughs> Good grief. What is this? Well, that, that'll ever... be Sunday. The flag football will be Sunday. I know. So tonight's the skills challenge. So they'll oh, do, uh, you know, the tic-tac-toe with the specialists. They'll do, uh, they do a close to the toe. Wow. Yep. That's a tough Golf game challenge. to win. Yeah. Uh, they'll do the quarterback uh, skills challenge, the obstacle course. Uh, so it'll it'll be uh, All right, and does the winner join the a... Marines? <laughs> uh, probably not. Yeah, it's probably not. Probably not that strenuous uh, of an obstacle course. Wow, goodness! Well, I'm really sorry. I'm going to miss that. Hey, I I like but, the fact though, watching. Chris. You'll be watching, right, Chris? You got to. You I have will. to I've watch got, that I've got stuff. Two Pro Bowl clients. I got two Pro Bowl yeah. clients, so I'll be absolutely watching it. Okay, very good. And I hope they do well. Do you think they can win the tic-tac-toe <laughs> contest? Uh, that's, that's what I'm pulling for. One of them is a punter, yeah, so he'll be playing in it. So hopefully he can he can punt in the right right spots to get the X's and O's. Oh, that's what they're punting it into there. Okay. Yeah, so the punting and kicking into the – it's just specials for tic-tac-toe. That's great. Well, that, what are they going to come up with next? Really good. I mean, I'm getting to where I like NFL football, but this is ridiculous, right? And flag football for the Pro Bowl. I know that nobody wants to play in the Pro Bowl, and they never had any defense, but at least they had some throwing and catching, and, you know, the games were – at least you had some entertainment. I don't find – do you find flag football entertaining? I mean, it is a little bit with the the skill level that you have, but it is tough, like – you know, people would complain when it was when they had the pads, like, oh, they might as well just go to two hand touch. They're not tackling them anyways, and because uh, the last thing any of the players want is to hurt another player, right? Obviously well, of course. Pro Bowl. Of course. Um, and so I, I do get the dilemma a little bit. If you're Roger Goodell, you want to have something, um, but do you just go through the motions with pads on, or do you just call it, do it flag, and call it what it is? So I, I do get the tough position. Um, it is nice because we actually had. Pro Bowl bonuses and our two guys' contracts, so they're getting oh money gosh. to go play flag football, which is uh, which is very right. nice on that front. But it is tough from a viewer standpoint. Football. I completely get it. Yeah. Um, you well, know, it's you not know, I hear attract the eyeballs. I've heard the major leagues this year is going to play softball instead of the All Star game. They'll play <laughs> softball instead. Won't that be fun? Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that. I, no, I don't. you don't have to believe it. It'd be the same thing. But that's why baseball is the best game. They don't do stuff like this. Yeah, I don't. Okay, so Chris, is this the first step in dismantling the Dallas Cowboys staff with Quinn going, their defensive coordinator going to Washington, and Jerry Jones talking about what great buddies he is with Bill Belichick? You know, it's got to be weird for Mike McCarthy when yeah. everybody's having these open conversations. He's like, I've got a year left of my contract, and everybody's acting like I'm done. You know, uh, it's got to be a little awkward for him. Um, I can tell you this much. The Dallas Cowboys wanted Dan Quinn to go to the Seahawks if, if he was given the option. They did not want him in the division. Um, that after being the, said, after their last game? After after the well, defense you got, you got to look last at the season wide last game they didn't have their best defense absolutely but season wide it was you know one of the top yeah. in, the, in the league right um, Dan Quinn will probably take two or three staffers with him now I do know this uh, for a fact Dan Quinn was had had people reaching out to other coaches across the league in the event that he got a job to see if they would you know be willing to come to his staff so he probably has most of them in mind but he'll probably take us with him and then Dallas has got to decide. What they do at defensive coordinator, um, it, it is a blow to Dallas. Absolutely, um, you know when you look at what their defense did throughout the course of the season, um, and then like I said, now you're playing in in division uh, with him twice a year. So it is it is quite a blow. Um, 
there. We'll see if Dan Quinn can can build the team up and make another run at a Super Bowl, um, you know, like he did with Atlanta to at least get there. Like you say, for Mike McCarthy, it's got to be weird when uh, obviously Belichick didn't get a job this year. So you can say, yeah, McCarthy's got a year left, but is Belichick just waiting? And as soon as the season's over, that change happens. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. And you remember Sean Payton, the whole deal, and everybody's talking about Mike McCarthy as if he was just wasn't even there, dead man walking because Sean Payton was going to be open. Um, so it's it's got to be awkward for for McCarthy when that when you see your owner publicly come out and talk about how good of a relationship he has with Bill Belichick and they they could work well together and uh, those kind of things. It's got to be. Uh, I mean, he knows the situation. He's got to he's got I think got to go to the NFC Championship game next year or else he's gone. I mean, that's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I believe right. he's got to at least make it to that NFC Championship game. So the next question with the Cowboys is, do they extend Dak Prescott? I think they're in a position where they're going to have to a little bit um, to try to get his cap number down somewhat uh, for this upcoming season. So I think you're going to see a potential extension there, one that doesn't bind the Cowboys for too many years. In other words, maybe it, it, it only binds them for two years, but it gives him a pretty significant signing bonus. You know, and then they might have what they call void years on the on the deal to where you can prorate that signing bonus over the those void years, but it's not actual years, you know, to the contract, meaning the player voids it out. So I think you might see something like that with that just to reduce that cap number um, because of where it's gonna be. Is that like saying you have to eat Brussels sprouts or you're gonna starve? I mean, you have to sign him because... Uh, maybe a little like that for some Cowboys fans, yeah. <laughs> Gee whiz, yeah, that's going to be tough. On the yeah. one hand, do you, yeah, do you roll with it and let it take up so much of that cap where you can't yeah. go replace some of these players or pay some of these other players that want it, like a C.D. Lamb and some of those guys? Yeah. You yeah. know, Or do you extend him and uh, and be able to, to play the game? But don't does, is anybody? And I know there's only one Brock Purdy, and there was only one Tom Brady. Okay, so that's sixth round, last guy picked. But doesn't that give general managers and owners pause to think maybe there's some guys out there that if we give them a chance, they're going to be every bit as good as a guy we're paying fifty million dollars to not win a playoff game. Absolutely, I think it does. I mean, look, Kirk Cousins was a fourth round pick. I mean, on and on, but. The problem is, I think twofold. Number one, most of the owners aren't patient enough to say, all right, hey, we'll just go with a seventh-round pick this year and give them a chance, and if that doesn't work, we'll try it again next year. And I think, you know, the coaches and the front office say, well, we're not going to do that because, you know, Mr. Owner, you're going to hold us accountable, and if it doesn't work, and fire us and let somebody else come try it again. So I, I think that's the issue. But you're absolutely right, Rick. I mean, you can see there are – there are success stories, you know, anywhere in the draft, and a first-round quarterback success is less than a 50% proposition right now. All right, let's uh, talk with Hunter. Never mind, let's talk with Davey Mike. Mike, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hello, Randy and Rick and uh, Mr. Turnage. Um, you know, my, my Carolina Panthers just hired Dave Canales which was, uh, you know, really, you know, obviously underwhelming for me. Um, I, I didn't really know much about him, but I looked into him, and he actually was with Pete Carroll for his entire tenure in at Seattle. And so he obviously knows what a stable, consistent championship franchise looks like and operates from the inside out. Um, so, I, you know, that, that kind of excites me a little bit. And I just want to get your comments You're on the, the hire and, you know, because obviously the league's moving towards these hot shot type guys, these offensive guys. What maybe he could get done with, with Bryce Young, maybe that could be his Russell Wilson uh, 2.0. So um, I'll get you guys coming on that, whatnot, and uh, you guys have a good evening. Thank you, Mike. You know, I really personally like Dave Canales. I think he's a great coach. I think it was a great hire. Um, he was in very much demand. Um, you know, this year he had, I think, six different – or maybe it was five, five different interviews with teams. Um, and I hear the music there, so I can kind of continue that thought once we get back. Let's do it. All right. That is Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club.
An all-indoor pickleball facility coming soon to Little Rock Athletic Club online at LRAC.com. Did you know you can watch and wager on horse racing at any track from any smartphone, tablet, or personal computer with bet.oakon.com and earn points for cash back for every dollar wagered. New members can earn up to a $150 sign-up bonus by using promo code BUZZ24. And don't miss all our amazing promotions this February at Oaklawn, including the Mardi Gras cash drawings and bead crawl. Dawn at Oaklawn starts back February 17th and our free cap giveaway on Monday, February 19th. Make plans to come early this Saturday as doors will open at 10.30 a.m. for the 11.30 a.m. first post. The 12 race card includes the King Cotton, Martha Washington, American Beauty, and the Grade 3 Southwest. A full fill of three-year-olds will compete for a total of 42 qualifying points towards the Kentucky Derby. We'll see you at Oaklawn with bet.oaklawn.com. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. From now until February 29th, shop at Jones & Son during our 0% finance event. That's right. All purchases from now until the end of February are eligible for 18-month 0% financing. From our very own Jones & Son Couture Collection to Michael M., we have every shape and size of ring in store, featuring Arkansas's largest designer engaged ring selection. Get a low monthly payment when you finance with special 18 months zero interest financing at Jones & Son. Shop online at jonesandson.com. Brit Floyd, Pulse, the world's great live Pink Floyd experience, returns to the theater at Simmons Bank Arena on May 23rd to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the Division Bell album. Featuring classic tracks such as Money, Time, Us and Then, and The Great Gig in the Sky, as well as many highlights from Pink Floyd's magnificent album catalog, including new animation, lasers, and a dazzling light show. The show will be even bigger and better than ever before, an evening you will never forget. Tickets are on sale this Friday at Ticketmaster.com. Tune in each day to Drive Time Sports to hear Trey Biddy talk all things Razorbacks. Brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. It's just an acre for Serta Pro Painters. It's a company I've used for years for many projects, inside and outside over the years, and soon you'll be able to say the same, and you'll be happy that you can. I don't know what I'm doing most of the time, but Serta Pro does. They'll walk you through the process, help you pick out exactly the right color paint for whatever room you're trying to redo, and they're going to leave behind a beautiful, clean project. You won't even know they were there, other than the project being done, and your wall's looking great. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated, so get them on the case as soon as possible. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Tap Time with Bryce Nall and Scott Parton, presented by New Province Brewing, returns this Thursday at 7. Tap Time is Little Rock's premier radio show for beer lovers by beer lovers. Tap Time Thursday from 7 till 8 on 103.7 The Buzz. Live from the Edwards Food Giant Studios. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Once again, we'll be rejoined by our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage, in a moment. Robert Irwin Jewelers has this special ongoing right now through Valentine's Day. That is, get a dozen fresh roses and a box of chocolates free with your purchase of just $99 or more while supplies last. Guys, if you priced a dozen red roses, that's one heck of a deal. And they have got some diamond essentials. It's a classic collection of crafted diamond Solitaire earrings, pendants, and bracelets featuring a perfectly matched diamonds with excellent proportions to ensure that you get a bigger and brighter sparkle. Prices starting at just five forty nine. Maybe this is the perfect time to pop the big question. You need that engagement ring. A great selection of assortment of carefully curated engagement rings starting at just $9.99 and the list goes on and here's the sweetheart deal diamond heart 
necklaces starting at just $89. Bigger, broader diamonds take up to 60 months to pay or get 12 months deferred interest with approved credit. That is the new Robert Irwin Jewelers location in the town center, West Little Rock, located between the Belk and the Fresh Market, or head over to North Little Rock in the McCain Mall. That's Robert Irwin Jewelers. You can shop online at rijewelers.com. All right, Chris, you were talking about the Carolina Panthers and uh, what this may mean also to a young man by the name of Bryce Young. Yeah, and so Dave Canales, very well, very well respected in the industry. Players like him, like him a lot. And you look at what he did with Baker Mayfield, obviously doesn't mean it's 100% translation with Bryce Young because different players react differently and respond differently. But many people had Baker Mayfield on the scrap heap. I mean, they thought after going to the Rams and all that, they thought he was going to be done and just be one of those backup guys that kind of bounces around. Um, and he played very, very well. And, you know, the majority of that is attributed to Dave Canales, his system, his patience. So I do think that's what David Tepper, the owner of the Panthers, wanted was somebody to help uh, mentor Bryce Young and take the first overall pick uh, to the next level. And so I do think you're getting a good one there um, as he's assembling his staff now. We'll see kind of how the staff looks. Uh, but I do like Dave Dave Canales and uh, Navy Mike. You know, he did bring up a good point. He's been with Pete Carroll and has seen, uh, seen that um, regime work and how to build a quarterback, how to build a team. And so uh, I, I do think Carolina's getting a good one. Speaking of getting a good one, you were mentioning, I think, well, no, you were talking about McCarthy. Uh, did this surprise you that Green Bay reached into the collegiate ranks to get their new defensive coordinator? Jeff Halfley is now the new D.C. at Green Bay. Coach. A head coach? Yeah. Not an accordion, yeah. a head coach. A sitting head coach at a, at a Power Five. Um, yeah. And uh, go to go to be a, the DC. I mean, he is going to make more money um, as a DC in Green Bay. And I think, kind of just from what I've heard um, and what he's told other people, is he was tired of the the NIL game and having to do that mm. and having to worry about the transfer portal. And um, you know, felt like it would be an easier because you know he doesn't have to worry about the salary cap or any of that when he gets to Green Bay. That's that's different people. And so um, that's just kind of what I've heard through the grapevine of what he's told other people is one of the big factors for him was it's just so hard to so hard to uh, to get to a good spot in college football now because it doesn't matter what kind of relationship you have how good a recruiter you are you know it's how much is the check going to be for and uh, can put you know teams like that in a tough spot think about this if most college coaches feel the same way and want to go to the pros how are they going to develop college players to be pro players I mean, is this a vicious cycle we're about to get into? Because I think there are a lot of head coaches that are probably pretty fed up with what they're having to do now, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I, I represent about 10 coaches, a mixture of, of head coaches and position coaches. Um, a lot of the head coaches tell me, and even position coaches tell me, if it was this way, when they got into the business, they wouldn't be in coaching. They would do something different. Really? Um, they said it's just a it's just a headache. To, and these are guys that love football, love the game. Uh, but to have no enforcement of tampering, you know, you recruit a kid, you build them up, and then a bigger school just comes and offers them money and he leaves. Um, they said it's just uh, extremely frustrating, you know, from that sense. And so um, a lot of the coaches, Rick, I think to your point, do feel that way that, you know, hey, this is uh, – this is not sustainable, and even when you do get a kid like we've seen with Bethel Roman, then he wants out, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I guarantee teams didn't stop recruiting him. I guarantee it, even though they should have. Um, so it is, uh, yeah, it is. I think tough for college coaches right now. Mm. I hadn't thought about that. The fact that he's not on campus yet, other schools recruiting him, even though he'd signed a letter. Yeah, wouldn't matter if he's on campus. Wow, probably right. This may be a little bit out of your area, but. Um, Greg Olson has done a great job for two years, a commentator on Fox. They're going to hire Tom Brady next year is coming. What do you see for Olson? How do you think that's going to work? And is it really, I guess it's not a question whether it's fair to him or not. you got the all-time quarterback. What do you think is going to happen there? You know, I mean, I think uh, Olson will still be broadcasting somewhere. He just won't be the A-team anymore, so to speak. Yeah, you know? which he and wants so- to do. 
Yeah. Right, which he does want to do. And, you know, you talk about fairness. Uh, I mean, you're right, Rick. They said, hey, we can go get Tom Brady. We think he's going to be awesome. We think that's yeah. going to attract more people to see what Tom Brady says about the game and how he inserts it. And I have heard that Brady's actually practicing. He's studying to try to become what you would expect of Tom Brady, knowing, you know, what he's done in the past and that he's he's not just taking it for granted. He's working hard to try to try to become a, a, a good uh, color commentator. So I've, I've heard he's working very, very diligently to do that. So it, it'll be interesting to see how that's received, how it's played out, um, you know, and, and how Greg Olson, I think Greg Olson will handle it like a pro, at least publicly, but how it'll ultimately play out. Yeah, hmm. Brady, if you go to YouTube, uh, he's on there a few times, and he's making, he's talking, he's giving his opinion on some things, so uh, maybe that's one of the ways he's practicing. That's YouTube. Yeah. That's not a national broadcast either. That is true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, uh, Chris, this comes from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from the one and only Savage. He says, ask Chris, what is... Dre, uh, Dre Greenlaw might make extra for going to the Super Bowl. Well, so every player makes the same um, that are playing the Super Bowl, whether um, you know you're Peyton Manning or whether you're the the backup uh, to the backup who never sees the field. So the winning team gets one amount, the losing team gets another amount. Now there are certain players that will have incentives that say you know if you play 50 percent of the snaps and your team goes to the playoffs or and your team goes to the super bowl um you can get a bump up in salary or you can get a particular bonus uh dre does not have a bonus as it relates to the specific super bowl um at all so he'll get um whatever, whatever the player gets winning or losing um now there are obviously some other marketing opportunities that come along with that um like we uh, we we just worked out a deal with with Disney. You know the player that says at the end of the game if they get MVP, I'm going to Disney World. Yeah. So um, we just worked that deal out to where if he gets MVP, he's gonna he's gonna be the one to say I'm going to Disney World and participate there. So oh, great. Um, so yeah, th- th- you could have certainly some some uh, you know marketing and endorsements that would come along with it. Um, but for the majority of players, they don't actually get anything different uh, or more just for playing or winning the Super Bowl. All right, I will turn off Rick's microphone when I ask you this question. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll be silent. I'll be uh, silent. Chris, are you the slightest bit superstitious? You know, uh, growing up playing sports, I mean, uh, we would always do, with, with, primarily in baseball, it seemed like baseball was much more superstitious than uh, than anything else. Um, yes. Um, now, in football, I would say we would all, I would always put, um, like, one – one pair of socks. One was white. One was black. And then the, the pair of socks over the top. They were both black. And I did that, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm crazy superstitious, but maybe more um, habits, <laughs> more so than, than superstition. Then when you did that, did you win every game? I, I guess the ones we lost. Maybe I didn't do it correctly. I, I don't yeah, know. That's what I'm, I'm still sure wondering. that was it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, the reason why I ask that is because the colors of the jerseys by the respective teams, they made their decisions. The Chiefs are going to wear red. The Niners, 49ers, wearing white. The good news for the Niners, the team wearing white has gone 16-3 and in the last 19 Super Bowls. Unfortunately, they were wearing white the last time they played Kansas City. something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Dave here. He's been playing dominoes for over 45 years. With a flick of a forefinger, he can make a row of dominoes pop popcorn. Send an email and run the pool table. Well played, Dave. We're a lot like Dave playing 